Reggae music lives, Grams Morgan. And we only have them for a couple of minutes. This came from the album Reggae Music Lives. But we know the world is uh, still spinning on its axis. Let me make sure I welcome Grams the proper way because um, I know I'm watching some cricket right now. I know that uh, the NBA is coming to Atlanta with an all-star weekend. However, I think Gramps is really into football. So I welcome Gramps. Gramps Morgan, how are you, my brother? Blessings and respect. Blessings to the room. Respect to everyone. Gramps, is it NFL that just passed? Let me let me know your feeling. Let me just get this out the way, my guy. <laughs> well, NFL straight. I was a football player and ended up playing semi-pro. So it's a, it's a certain love for this sport. The only thing, only sport I see come take over from uh, that gladiator energy in sports is the UFC fighting. You know, where it's the true gladiator. Before that sport came about, it was football. So. Yeah, me like it. I'm still a huge basketball fan. Still. It's huge, huge. I like it. I like it. Big up, select the princess. She's also here. Princess, how are you this afternoon? I am great, and welcome to everyone here at Clubhouse. All right. We got some support of the creator, the world of reggae. Grams, you might be familiar with creator. Creator, uh, introduce yourself and your platform. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Grams. Hope you're good. Um, oh, of course. Well, I reggae. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I'm Danny, um, founder of World of Reggae, and um, yeah, it's, I'm glad to be in the room with, uh, with Mr. Gramps himself. <laughs> I like it, I like it, and the Platinum Camp Daddy Biggs, I'm not sure if he's shooting a video, a movie, producing, distributing, uh, what's up, Daddy Biggs? Hey, greetings everybody, Selecto Princess, Jack Prince. Creator was popping, and my brother Gramps who just took me to breakfast. I want to pick him up, big up Gramps to him and his family and beautiful <laughs> wife, superstar. You know what I'm saying? And doing like big things for the the, the genre reggae music. You know what I mean? Doing some cutting stuff that's very important and key for the survival of this industry. You know what I mean? That's it, Gramps. A lot of flowers need to go out to you. A lot of flowers you're not going to say because of Valentine's. But because of this runaway bay, let me start right there. There's a lot of flowers. Some people say they want to start with the video and start with the lyrics. Let's find out, was this song created and penned during the pandemic? Yeah, it was. Um, like, I, I, like I said earlier, I was going to interview earlier, Prince. And I said, any man that enters this covid pandemic era and exit out the same way then truly you have not looked within yourself as a man you know whether it's becoming a better son a better husband a better wife a better um, father a better mother we have we have been given this time to really look within ourselves and say how can i become better and for me cramps i wanted to become a better songwriter because a lot of times um when we sing a song it's right off the top of my head or Peter helped with the verse, and me give, or I give Peter the melody, but lyrical um, content was one of my weaknesses. But I afford to become, I've, I've was able to come so far in the music. 
But we had this time, and when I met Johnny Reed, it was like we had this discussion. Me and this man meet at a hockey game here in Nashville, and he tell me say I have a studio, and I just wanted to become better. And then we just start exchange ideas, and then we just realized when we wrote Runaway Bay, Runaway Bay is that song where it's like, okay, you have Jamaica, you always hear a song about 96 degrees in the shade, and you hear about Kingston Town by Harry Belafonte, you hear about Mantigo Bay, you hear about Ocho Rios in the grill, you hear about St. Thomas, you know, but you never, I never heard a song about Runaway Bay, so I think it's fitting, especially to those um, who love Jamaica, love the culture, love the music, love the food, love our sport, our, our athletics, and miss Jamaica, those in the UK, those in Toronto, those in the US, those in Canada, that is like, damn, I wish I could go to Jamaica. So it's a love song, basically, to the country of Jamaica. And we had fun writing the song, man. Yeah, having fun. And, and, and same way, we have to give credit to sometimes people don't know there's other songwriters, but no, sometimes Gramps, yo, y'all need no help, I don't need no rhymes, but maybe some people help you with the melody in, in Tennessee or in California. Absolutely. Well, Johnny Reed, like, he, he's a genius, man. Johnny Reed is an artist, producer, um, songwriter, um, musician, and he's really just became that person for me musically in this pandemic to really help to enhance my talent. That cool energy of growth, he's just brought me into a cool another atmosphere, which I've wanted to do. I know I've been given that time to do so, so... Johnny Reed, I just look to, to, to I can't wait to, to, to bring him into my world, you know, because he's brought me into his world. And when we open up, live touring has been one of the strengths of the Mark and family. I would love to perform the records that we take so much time to, to, to put together and perform them live. And I can't wait for him to see that. But he's truly just opened up my eyes. Because you have a lot of artists that are artists and don't know how to write songs. And you have a lot of songwriters that will never be art. Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston wasn't a great songwriter. Most of our biggest hits were written by songwriters. And that's one of the things that I think is going to grow in the Jamaican reggae dancehall fraternity because there's a lot of artists out there that are not really great songwriters, but we have a lot of artists that are songwriters and great artists. So I am happy to hear about the collaborative efforts songwriting do you participate in songwriting camp um i've never done a songwriting camp there was a, a thing that i was invited to um, with the Grammys where they had like a mixer and that's the closest i've ever come to it but johnny reed in my life is the closest since my brothers and my sisters writing songs and my son jamiri now, the other single, People Like You, was released in June 2020, and it is such a standout track with video views over 1.2 million on YouTube, and it's being serviced to radio worldwide. Gramps, what was your intent? The intent was just to give people, you know, like, uh, there's a responsibility for singers and players of instrument in this time. I think that we have the responsibility to be the soundtrack of people's lives that what, what's taking place today. And because of my experience, um, this song just came down and fell in my lap because my uncle, David Morgan, rest in peace, he passed away from coronavirus. And that morning, I think it was the morning of the, 
the, the funeral that we were attending virtually because, of course, nobody could go to a funeral. So it was when I saw my uncles crying out, man, and they, if any Jamaican know what I'm talking about, you know, the ancestral cry, they went, like, elder, they ball out, and you feel ball that pain. It's like, it's like you feel it in your bones. It, it, it's stronger than even church itself. We sit on that church for two, three hours, and you hear that ancestral cry, you feel that energy of pain. And when I felt that that morning in the studio, I was at Soul Train um, Studios here where I do a lot of recording in Nashville. And it's the same man that I got the news that Bobby Digital passed away. And I'm like, yo, this, this coronavirus thing is serious. And then it was just an opportunity to really just uh, 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 a portal just to really express myself and express my pain. And Johnny Reed um, penned, and, and it was just there for me to as a way to, for me to express myself. And I think it also identified with not only um, a Gramps Morgan problem or a Johnny Reed problem, but it identified with the world. I think the world could identify that they're not getting enough dedication or appreciation, especially the, the workers that was working at the airport, still going to school, the people that are still on, on radio, the people that are still in the airports that are still going on on the front line and not being appreciated. I think the people that is out there providing us with toilet paper are not being appreciated. And this song just became the, wait, I said, the, 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 the anthem for a lot of people in their lives. And I think that's where the song just really connected. It was the right song for the right time, for the right time for me to sing this song. And I think it's going to be a song that's going to live in people's life for many years to come. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And we understand in this industry, Gramps, you entered the music business, we're going to say early, and you've had a great, great run. But your your goals have kind of evolved and changed. The first time it was, all right, my wah wah Benz, you get the Benz. All right, I need a motorbike. All right, you get the bike already. So as a solo artist and still part of Morgan Heritage, what are your actual, like, what's your mission right now as an artist? I just want to give the, especially look at you, them of Jamaica, you know, because I have to deal with who I'm first. I want to give them an example and to show them that they can express themselves in different, in a different light, you know, because to me, when you look at the, the, the music industry in Jamaica, a lot of the things that are being pushed is the cowboy, almost like what was in the cowboy movies, in the Western movies, that everybody wants to be a cowboy. And I feel that you know, we need different examples. And I'm just trying to, to, to be me and kind of show that sunshine side of me. If you listen to some early Morgan Heritage records, it was rough, you know, and, and, and preparing people for the Armageddon, preparing people for times like these. You know, Lang Rastaman said, judgment tower coming at the earth. And if you listen to Cape Town, he said, judgment now the earth, these kings tell us we are gonna I mean, we're living in these times now. So for me, I did that already, and now I see what's going on where people are, it's like this gun image and bad man lyrics. I know, I mean, where are all the, the man and we love the woman there? And if a man love a woman, he might tell her how he might go lick it up and mash it up and beat it up. And I just think that we are better than that as a country that has done so much for the world and produced so many great people from Bob Marley, Dennis Brown, Peter Tosh to Hussein Bolt and Johan Blake and... Asafa Powell and Shelly and Frejap. So I think our artistry is bigger than that. And I think this, this, these songs, if you listen to people like you and, and Runaway Bay and 
even some of the other songs that we're working on, it brings a little fun. And, I, and if you look at Runaway Be a Video, I mean, it shows the beauty of the country. A lot of the time, our movies, even out of Jamaica, it shows like the worst side of Jamaica, the Zeke's things. Even when Morgan Heritage did the song, not to smile about, a lot of people were angry. They were saying, you know, oh, no, make Jamaica look so bad. But the ghetto people say, chill, man, not no, if it's smile because they are the one who is suffering. So there's different music for different times and different eras. And I do believe that this song um, f facilitates that when you just run away, it's like, okay, yo, the Aki and the Savish and the Jerk Chicken, and we have some of the best beaches in the world. Why aren't we talking about that? And one of the greatest things that I want people to know around the world as listening to this voice, it's great to live in great places, but it's even greater to live where you can vacation. Absolutely. Can you say staycation? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love Jamaica. Now, it's a new normal. I find yeah. it easier to, to focus. What do you like least or most about our current situation? Um, I, I think recording. Music is, 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 a, is a portal for a lot of musicians to really express themselves. But also reading, you know, I just punched myself in the belly and said, yo, because I was having a conversation, I was like, wait a minute, I need to start with some more reading because, you know, as time goes by and you don't practice one thing enough, you get rusty on it. So really building myself, and I think the world should also do the same thing. It's a great time, um, Selector Princess, to really human beings to reflect upon oneself. Whatever we think, what's going on, but this time is here that we should really look within ourselves to have self-reflection. That's one of the biggest things to me. Excellent. Um, how would you measure success in your musical career? I think we've done great as um, the Morgan family. Um, and for many years, even like what Daddy Biggs had said earlier, we really was a self-contained unit that you know, we had great songwriters in the, in the family. Laza was a great, was a great songwriter. My, my sister, Yuna, Mojo. Mojo's an incredible songwriter, by the way. This guy listened to, like, the Cranberries and the Smashing Pumpkins. He's always <laughs> been into songwriting, where me was really, like, just sing from the heart, sing from the spirit. And that's why even a lot of times I take so long to vice a rhythm, because the melody have to come to me from the heavens. Other than that, I can't feel it. It's manufactured. And you listen to songs like Down by the River, those melodies, and she's still loving me. Those melodies came from, from within, within that, 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 that soul, that energy, that, that spirit. And it is just something that I believe that we all have to look into when we express ourselves through music, Princess. One love, one love, Grams Morgan. It's all about time. You have found a way to balance your time over these years, not just family and not just music, but everybody wants to ask you a question about the recording industry. Then they want to ask you about which studio you was in in Tennessee. What is the best way that people should get in contact with you? Go to my manager, hit me on the text. How, how, how do you manage that? <laughs> well, you know what's so funny is that I was just talking to, to, to Biggs about the same thing. Biggs is a very good friend of mine um, I, I think um, just underappreciated in my opinion um, but he is we were just having some conversation that in our industry you find that the road manager in the reggae fraternity, I him the road manager, I him the producer I him the stage manager 
<laughs> he's just doing I'm the bodyguard. And I think that that structure, <laughs> once it reached that reggae dance hall, it, it, it's going to be, we're going to be in such a better place. I was expressing to him that one of my music industry brethren and the family is, you know, showed me that. Because I was like, all right, we're putting together this project. And he said, he said one thing to me, just let your people talk to my people. You said that to a man, no, a man, I say, yo, yeah, this, Mr. This, yeah, this, man, style, yeah, style me. Um, I mean, for let me explain to all the Americans that may be in tune or comedians. <laughs> <laughs> that means like, oh, you don't respect me. Why can't you talk to me directly? And what we forget to do is to execute proper business principles. Even sometimes I get caught into it myself. Sometimes Trace have to sit to me and say, Gramps, don't worry. We'll take care of everything. Just, we got you. And Johnny Reed was said to me, say, hey, Gramps, everything's under control, mate, you know? <laughs> and it's like, we sometimes get in the way of ourselves. And that is one of the biggest things that I think the Jamaican reggae dancehall fraternity has to turn that 360 turn to in order to, to, to really be consistent on the, that, that trajectory of growth within our music industry. Because talent is not the problem in the reggae dancehall fraternity. It's discipline, it's being on time, it's staying out of your own way. And a lot of artists, not just in reggae dance, but many different genres, they get in the way of the music. And when we should just really be put in a position where we can deal with the artistry, make music and sing and have people administer your business. So, you know, it's something that I implore to the young artists, you know, to get, you know, somebody that handles your social media, your website, get build a team around you. And the people that have done so, the artists that have done so, you can see the success that when that organization is around there, and you see some artists that get that blessing and then mash it up because you call those artists unmanageable. So it's something that, you know, I've learned over the years and seeing that it has become a lot of artists Achilles heel that they have to learn how to be managed. It's not easy because as artists, you know, we want to make sure everything's going right and to, to bring about our vision. Then you got to hire the right people that understand and see your vision. That's a powerful statement, and we, could, we must continue to grow, listen, and build, you know, in this industry. You sure. have uh, so much singles available on various platforms, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, etc. Is there a, a website people can keep up to date with you? Absolutely. Grams, everything, from, everything for Grams is gramsmagan.com. You can go there and, you know, right now we're even streaming the acoustic version of um, Runaway Beer for free. You know, all you have to do is have an Apple Music account or a Spotify account, anywhere you can stream music title, and it's for free. You know, we're not even selling that song. And Johnny Reed kind of came up with the idea to just say, hey, let's do a version of the song. Because it, it is a love, it is a love song, basically. But when you hear the, the original version, it's very playful. And, and very fun, you know, and when you feel it, you just feel sunshine. But the acoustic version really kind of just brings you to the sunset of the song and into that energy where you can feel the sun setting in Jamaica. And for all things Gram Smagan, just go to gramsmagan.com. It'll show you all the new music that, I'm, that I'm, I'm doing and everything from what's next and what's to come. 
All right, and we know we only have them for a couple more minutes, about three more questions right here on this Clubhouse app. Select the princess. I am Ja Prince Grams Morgan. Someone is telling me that they can text you to a certain number. Is this some new marketing? Are you staying in touch with your fans? <laughs> Yo, you got something else. Well, like, like I'm saying, like, if Elvis Presley and all these guys and Bob Marley have these different ways to connect with their art with their fans i mean they probably would have been even more mega could you imagine but i think we've been so blessed to have social media in this time and now they have this new platform that i'm on now speaking with everyone which is clubhouse which a lot of people thought it was going to fail but it's only getting bigger and bigger and then you have this new platform called i think it's all called community so if you want to text me i text back with all of the fans them the number to text is 629-209-1397. And that, that link is also in my bio. So I think we've really been blessed as a, as a people in this time, the 21st century, that we have all these different mediums to connect with our artists and promote our music. Daddy Biggs, Platinum Camp, do you have anything you want to add to the discussion? I just want to, you know... You know, say my gratitude to, you know, Gramps. I look up to Gramps as a, a mentor. I always go back to state and when we were, you know, nominated, you know, I mean, we were, you know, I'm, me personally, you know, I'm just, you know, a rival. I was, I was, I, this was my mindset at the time. You know, I mean, oh, we're, we're up against, you know, Morgan Heritage. I think it was the cure. I don't, I don't know who else was in there, and um, I was just like, I was just pushing, you know, the Acoustic Levy album at the time, and I'm always sharing this story. I remember Gramps calling me, and he was like, hey, don't forget to register and make sure the votes, and and I'm listening to Gramps. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? You don't know that he's the enemy right now? Like, we're at war right now. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just funny. And then we, you know what I mean? But like, throughout the years, we always like, stay in contact. And I realized that it was just pure, real, genuine love. And that gives me a whole new outlook and perspective of the music. It don't have to be combat, you know what I mean, competitive. It could be about unity and it could be about love and it could be about making the links and, 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 and putting, putting together a puzzle that's lost amongst our people. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's just like, you know, you guys, you know, select the princess and, and, and Ja Prince, like throughout the years, like we still, we just always have like a link. And, you know what I'm saying? If we could only build greatness from just uniting and linking, and it's just simple love. It's hard to state in, in, in the music or the genre that we're in, as we're used to like the, maybe you know reggae dance hall and dance hall is about you know you know battling and, and beefing and sting and all that but it was a different side that Graham showed me and I always like yo man 
I see like you, you know you got genuine love. Like this weekend we just went away for the weekend up to Nashville, and I like hit him up like, yo, I'm in town, and we literally like dropped everything that he's doing. You know, came by and embraced my family, introduced me to his family. We sat down, we, we broke bread, and it was just love, man. Like. And I mean, Gramps is my mentor, man. So, you know, big up. You know, whatever I, I could do, I'm, I'm rolling up my sleeve and I'm getting it done for my brother. You know what I'm saying? Just support. Respect, bitch. Love it, love it, love it. And at the same time, we have Creator here from World of Reggae. Now, Creator, you have seen the Morgan Heritage perform. You've seen Gramps perform at different festivals. Let's be clear. Festivals around the world, especially in Europe. Um, how do you rate Gramps Morgan right now and the, the music that he is pushing out? Oh, well, since since the mid-90s, I rate Gramps and, and the whole Morgan Heritage family highly. I've always been drawn to them. And also because of the reason what Gramps just said himself, you know, they want to make positive music, music that you can look back on in, in 20, 25 years and never, um, as you see, look back on, on a track with lyrics in it that don't fit you or didn't have a positive message. And that's the same way they come across on every festival that I see. Um, there is multiple memories I have. Um, the, the one in Miami before Buju went to jail, doing his thing with Buju on stage, also when Buju came out. Um, Reggae Gill, Summer Jam, you know, and there's always this positive vibe coming from Grams and, and the Morgan family. Uh, also, when you come backstage and I come into the room, you know, I've, I've got a good link with Jamiri, so it's always like coming into a warm bath. Um, <laughs> one of the first, one, 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 one of the first things I had, and I think it was late 90s, I think, when they first came to, well, almost my city in Utrecht. And that time I was like really a fanboy of Morgan Heritage. And um, at a certain point I turned around and, and a door went open and, and Morgan Heritage came to, to give sig signatures on CD. So I just grabbed the CD from a table and I asked Grams, please Grams, can you sign this CD for me? Because I like, I was a real reggae fan. Now it's a bit different, but I still am. But, and, and Grams wrote on the CD, um, big ups to Ben with, with a B, B-E-N-N-Y. <laughs> <laughs> and and until and I was so happy with that, even though my name was spelled wrong. But Grams wrote it and I again. I, I, I take the CD with me, and I I want you to correct it, please. <laughs> but you know, Grams, you're always a humble person, and same way for the whole family. And please keep making that this positive music that you guys are making, because for me, when I talk to Jamaican youth, you guys are always in my example list. For, for people to watch up and, and, and listen to when it goes uh, about positive reggae music. So thank you for the past, what is it, 95, uh, 25 years or something. So thank you for that. Thank you, brother. Thank you for always promoting reggae music in the Netherlands and giving our artists a, a platform and putting that light on reggae dance. Respect, man. You're welcome. Same way. One more special guest. I'd like to say good afternoon, good evening, good morning to Junior Radigan. I'm playing music on the radio, playing it in the clubs, and playing Gramps Morgan music. What what has been one of your memories? Well, I go on, Gramps. Hey, how you doing, Radigan? Easy, brother. Um, it's impossible to have one memory of Morgan Heritage. It's impossible. And one of the things that I really 
wasn't anticipating, but in retrospect was a good thing, was when the group decided to explore their own solo careers. And Gramps went and did what he did, going on the road with India RE and, you know, doing guest, guest appearances with her, guest appearances with another um, R&B brother, I forgot his name. But you know what I mean? Like, because Gramps has this classic voice that reggae, you know, it belongs to reggae. Yeah. But to hear that voice in other, you know, in other formats and complementing everything. And then when when Gramps decides to touch a little of that country music there, oh my goodness. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? Well, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, I mean, people talk about classic voices. And you got to put Gramps Morgan and his brother up there because when they, like, as soon as the tune starts, before the intro's over, you're like, boom, you know? So, and that's one of the Morgan Heritage um, gifts, you know what I'm saying? Drama star, you know I tell you? Ah, that's the life. That's the life right there. Um, give thanks, Junior Radigan. Gramps, we only have you, like I said, for a couple of minutes. We can't go no further. Jamiri's here. <laughs> oh, good man. Jamiri. Hold on. <clears throat> it's Jamiri. Big up, Jamiri. What's poppin', Jamiri? I can't see you, man. I ain't hear from you in a minute, kid. Platinum jam. He already knows. How you been, brother? Everything good. See you kicking. Yeah, I see you working, man. Love it, man. For real. Proud of you, man. I had to salute you a couple of times. I was seeing you on the grind. I'm like, yo, kid is working. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, life is good brother it's not every day everybody can say it's like no nah, i'm just chilling with my pops i'm just chilling with my pops but i'm chilling with an icon i'm making music i've learned the ropes i got my own band now put out my other album but what are you still learning from gramps um what am i still learning from my father a lot you know what i mean that's why i said um I'm learning a lot, you know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm now with a, with a woman now, so it's a lot I need his advice with, you know? <laughs> Whoa. So, <laughs> Whoa. so, yeah, there's, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot in my musical career that I'm doing as well as, you know what I mean, business moves of myself. So any business move that I do, I actually come forward and, um, you know, and consultate with him and make sure that I'm doing the right move. Um, but as, a, as in life of, of itself, you know what I mean? It's just about being a genuine good man. And that's one of the biggest things that I've learned from my father. It's just how to treat people good. And I've seen it. I've seen from him, from him being good to people, it's been passed on to me because I go into some venues and some places and people are giving me things just because my father is, was a good person to them. So that's one of the great values I carry every day. I love that. That's lit. I love that. Gramps, you already winning. How else can people support you? <laughs> oh man, just come, come. I just want to be a little bit of the light that's taken place now over a lot of darkness, a lot of hate. I just want to be a part of that movement and ask for everybody to join me in that movement and being that light, being that love, being that, that, that voice of reasoning, being a voice for many people that who cannot speak right here in the U.S., those in Jamaica, those in Africa, those all over around the world are looking for people like a, <clears throat> like a Selector Princess or a Jap Prince or a Creator or a, 
uh, Danny Kepperseed, shout out to everybody in the chat room. Um, but we have to understand that we are in a time now that people of good must step up because I promise you, the evil people are uniting and they're doing their work. So we have to look within ourselves and come together and push that light, push that love, especially within the music because music plays a serious part in politics, sports, and the church where many people gather. And just imagine a church without music. Would you go? Probably not. Imagine a sporting event where you just sat there and didn't have a little bit of music playing at halftime or political rap where music wasn't playing. So there's a responsibility on music, especially in this time and especially in music that sends a positive message, light, and brings about happiness. You know, we're not trying to preach on anybody's lives. Live your life, drink responsibility, take a little sip of rum, enjoy that ancestral energy, and just give love, man. And that's what, what I ask everybody to join me in that movement. Wow. I like it. I like it. And as Gramps always told me when he met me, uh, it's cool to be conscious. Every time, man. We, we want people to know that the new cool is being conscious. You know, you don't necessarily have to be, you know, I'm not telling you to go be no preacher, but just be aware of your surroundings. Be aware of how you think, what comes out of your mouth, what you put in your body. And that makes you conscious. And that makes it cool to be aware of how you treat others and be aware of how you conduct yourself. So that's why me and my brother them say, I'm my sister, it's cool to be conscious, you know. And I'm, I'm just, I just applaud everybody to stay positive, man. No, that you have to say it right. You can't, you can't just say the phrase. You have to say it. The jingle one. Oh, I'm doing like a jingle. Yes. Now I'm doing clubhouse. Cool to be conscious. Yes. (laughs) Yes, Rasta. Yes, Rasta. We also got to salute the Halo Entertainment Group. And like you said, proper management, proper promotion um, for the album 2021. Yeah. Tracy and Johnny is in here. Wow. Wow. Look at Tracy and Johnny. Nice. Yeah, man. It's a good look. It's a good look. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> we should hear from Johnny, man. Johnny Reed is in here. I don't know what he's doing, if he's watching the game or on Valentine's <laughs> Day. Yeah, Dennis is in the building, too. Dennis in the building. Johnny one in the building. Big up a Johnny one. in the building, man. Was that Dennis Howard? Oh, wow. Yeah, Dennis man. That's a Dennis Howard. Pull him up. Wow. A big brother. <laughs> Dennis Howard. You got to say Sir Dennis. Sir Dennis. Sir Dennis. Sir Dennis Howard. <laughs> hey, Graham. What I say? What's up, brother? My damn brother. Um, let, let me tell you guys a story. When we first came to Jamaica, it was this man that was responsible. We say it in all of our interviews, almost every interview. But when the relationship was, was, uh, was first conceived with Bobby Digital, it was this man, Dennis Howard, that suggested to my father. You know, we were working with King Jammies at the time, and he said, you know, Denra, you really need to make you work with a man named Bobby Digital. And, you know, I only knew Bobby Digital from that yellow label that said Digital B from it, but he's known for producing, producing records with Coco T, Shabba Ranks, Butcher Banton, Bones Killer, you name it, beat me, man. And thank you, Dev. Dennis, yes. for making that introduction. I wish the rest in peace to Bobby Digital, man. Absolutely. You're welcome, man. When, when, when you, when you, when you, 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 
saw when I saw the, the, the talent that you guys had, you know, I, I remember it's not only Bobby I took it to, I took it to a couple other producers, which we won't call them names. But yes. because because at the time it was dancehall that was killing the place and so nobody was kinda interested in a Morgan heritage that was yeah. that was coming with conscious music and, and great vocals. Yes. It, 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 in fact, I, I won't call his name either. One of the top DJs on one of the top stations, when I introduced them to, to, the, to him, and basically brushed them aside. Because at the time, it was Ninja Man, Shabarang, all of them, man, that was burning up the charts. And I went, went, when that happened, I said to them, I said, listen, don't worry yourself. In short order, this same man will be playing your music and loving you. And, 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 and so said, so done. <laughs> wow. Definitely. But a journey. <laughs> Love everyone who is on the stage. We are moving on to another uh enjoyed part of our Sunday. Rice and peas is actually finished. So we have to uh, you know. <laughs> so thank you everyone. Um and again for the Halo Entertainment Group, everyone who plays a part in this reggae music industry. We just had a true versation, not a conversation, a true versation with Gramps Morgan. Big up Platinum Camp. Gramps, yes, thank you so much. Thank you, Selector Princess. Thank you for having me and even think of me to bring me on this platform. Big up to Daddy Biggs. Uh, Danny, big up yourself, World of Reggae. Ja Prince, you don't know what we said. The link makes a long time and we continue to push the music forward. Dennis Howard, love you, my brother. Keep doing what you're doing, shining the light. Let's continue to build the next generation, but let's hold on to our roots, hold on to our foundation, and let's not give that up. Let's not give up our morals and continue to push Jamaica forward. One love, Frederick. Well said, well said. One love, Gramps. We're just about to take it home. That was another true versation. The Sun Splash Mix, Select the Princess, I Am Ja Prince. And we'll see you on one of these clubhouse streets, one of these rooms. We're about to sign out right now. Because we don't know about those other rooms. Oh, we got something to do. We about to end. We about to finish. Dream and support. Spend your money wisely. Count your stars. Walk underneath your moon. And watch it fade and turn to day with a new sunrise. Oh, the way you dance. Got me hypnotized. Yeah, man, you don't know. You're in tune to my brethren, Japrins. You don't know Graham Smog unto the world, unto the world, unto the world, unto the world.